0: What's good, Bucket Busters? This is your host, Ro Zapanta, and this is my co-host, the glorious, the notorious, Tim Johnson. Rip City! And this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, the city of bridges, Stumptown PDX. We are a show with no rules, just a couple of friends who so happen to love Portland basketball, Tim Johnson. Yes, sir. How you living, my friend?
1: Hey, let me tell you something. Anytime the Blazers whoop up on the Golden State Warriors, it is a good
0: day. <laughs> it is definitely a good day indeed. Also because we have joining us once again, BB Blazer Ben. <laughs>
2: bingo Bingo Bongo baby.
0: <laughs> With all the bees. Bingo bingo bongo blazer ben. I'm going to kick it to you, my friend. So the last, let's say, five games, we had a three-game skid. And then we just won two games against the Hornets and the Warriors. First off, I'm going to talk about the Hornets. We won 123-111. to Very interesting game. Ben, what did you think of that game against the Hornets?
2: Well, let's start off with that franchise record threes in that game. We had 24 so right? I live by the mantra of uh, live and die by the three-pointer, and we, we lived and we thrived on this one. <laughs> uh, and Barely. Also, and on another side note, you know, Cantor was jumping on defense. My man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was definitely jumping on defense. It was a very interesting game. I think the best part of that game, though, is I'm going to have to say Carmelo Anthony. Uh, like, yeah, he, he, was, he was dynamite. He went into his bag. I mean, he was, what, 29 points, three rebounds, two assists. I mean, but the 29 points, the way that he was getting it was vintage Carmelo. Tim, what did you think of Carmelo Anthony's game that game?
1: I mean, what is there to be said other than he's one of the greatest scorers of all time? And and he proved it. He showed it. He was killing it, man. Killing
2: it. Yeah. When do you bring up the talk of Sixth Man of the Year for him?
0: Right. I mean... There should be at least some buzz about him. He's definitely the sixth man for us, considering all the injuries, considering all the lack of scoring, really, that left when C.J. McCollum um, got injured. And Carmelo Anthony, Gary Trent Jr., has filled in that hole nicely. And let's just talk about the next game. Tim, you said it was a great day because it's always a great day when the Blazers beat the Warriors. I'm gonna start with you. What did you think of the game? You know, it, it it's not only
1: a great day because the 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 Warriors lost. The Blazers took them down. Uh, it was actually a beautiful day here in the Rose City. My goodness, it's like 60 degrees out. It was incredible. <laughs> I mean, it it was like a good omen or something. Um, so this game against Golden State, we st- it it started off off pretty shaky, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we had a hard time putting the ball through the hoop there for a while Um, but you know the Blazers pulled it out in Definite dramatic fashion Um, but one you know, I, I wrote down a few stats here I mean as far as like the field goal percentage is concerned the teams were were basically ended up about equal um until you got to The three-point percentage, you know, golden state shot 35 percent beyond the arc and to portland's 28 percent and that's you know you had said it's an unusual game and that's totally unusual you know and again ben you said the blazers live and die by the three it's like it's like watching steve's nash steve nash's sons again um you know (laughs) i i think the writing was on the wall for me in the beginning where i thought for sure we were going to drop this game uh, just because nobody seemed to be able to 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 tickle the the basket there, man um, I, I'm gonna say I was Slightly surprised uh, once the fourth quarter hit. I mean it was only a matter of time before Dame figured it out, you know, the Poor guy only shot three for ten from from beyond the arc But you know, he made a, a few buckets that mattered. and really at the end it, that final uh, charge he took was was the nail in the coffin. And, and you know, if anyone's going to close the game out for us, it's going to be Dame and, and really Portland, you gotta, you gotta expect that from him at this point. I mean, the guy is, is tired. We're, we're riding him into the ground during, you know, this period of, of, um, you know, these injuries that we're dealing with, but you know, another guy that, that really stepped up too is Rocco. The guy was, one rebound away from having a double-double. Um, I, I think one thing I noticed is that um, Golden State was really good at, at moving the ball around, uh, but the Blazers were better than the Warriors at um, distributing uh, the wealth, if you will. Um, it, it was really even scoring uh, for a lot of these guys on our roster, and, and that kind of surprised me. Um, pleasantly. Um, but you know, again, one of the shortcomings, I think if we were able to pass the ball around a little more, golden state was up, uh, over the blazers by 12 assists, uh, to, to finish this game out. And I think, you know, if, if, if I think this is a game that we really could have used CJ, uh, just to help out in the beginning, but also, um, um, to help us out with those assist numbers too because you know the more the more the rock flies around the better chances you have at
0: at making some buckets blazer ben what did you think of Damian lillard's performance i'm just gonna spit out some stats real quick 22 points five rebounds six assists what did you think blen i I think he looks a little tired he
2: looks a little tired (laughs) the defense the defense is hugging him the defense is hugging him off the ball yeah you know not a lot of people pay attention to that the refs obviously obviously don't pay attention to that so they're getting away with a lot of hand checking a lot of belly in the guy you know they're they're distracting him making it not easy for him to get the ball once he gets the ball they throw the double teams on him immediately luckily trent is usually wide open because the double comes off that or the canter roll to the hoop uh so you know we're feeding the people that are open but he looks tired he looks tired And, you know, first thing I wanted to start off with, though, is when the game started and they said Kelly Oubre Jr. was not going to be playing, I breathed a sigh of relief. That guy always, (laughs) he's a trailblazer killer, okay? Kelly Oubre Jr. is a trailblazer killer. He hurt his hand on a dunk in practice the day before. Oh, my goodness. So, don't feel for him. Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) I was just glad.
0: Just glad to not see him suited up for this game. I'm telling you, man, the good weather was a good omen. (laughs) You know, I have a lot of, um, let's just say, Warrior fans in my life. And one thing that they always say or always criticize about this new Warriors roster is that Kelly Oubre's IQ is something to behold because it is very lacking. (laughs) And the fact that he injures his wrist practicing a dunk? Like are you freaking serious, man? Anyway, maybe
1: maybe moving... he was working on his case for uh the dunk contest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe he was. He's like, "Man, I'm about to see Anthony. Um I got to show him what's up during my warm-ups." <laughs> I don't know, but with Dame Lillard, I mean, it was sort of written in the stars tonight. I'm I, just straight up. I mean, the whole game, he's getting doubled, he's being chased off of screens. Um, the Warriors are surprisingly... They're 5th in defensive ranking right now. Oh, so they... they play very good defense. And they were they were doubling him. They were pestering him. They Dame found it really hard to find a rhythm. But you just kind of felt it. You're like, you know, this game is really close. And if this game is close, the 4th quarter is going to be absolutely different for Dame. And lo and behold, he hits a very important 3 in Dame time. But the thing that sealed it for Dame time was a freaking charge it was a charge it was a defensive play by dame lillard very proud of his team defense rotational defense and getting there on time it's a Heady um, play. next carmelo anthony 22 2 and 4. carmelo has been on a tear blazer ben what did you think of carmelo anthony's performance
2: high praise man high praise for the for the mellow you know uh, his shot it's quick, you know, even at that arc, at the, at the high arc or the three-point shot, he gets that ball off quick. He's, he starts low with it, and I'm like, how's he going to get that up over that hand that's in his face? The next thing you know, the ball's in the hoop, and you're just yeah. like, what just happened? You know, but I like to I like to think, uh, he didn't have a lot of post-up play in this game with the, with the Warriors, yeah. uh, like he did with the Hornets, but the Hornets, you know, caught him on the post-up play, because the first one he did, they caught an offensive foul on him, you know, whether it was a flop or not. You know, but that's his game. They read that and they played it off very well. But the Warriors didn't do that. He was a lot more outside shooting with the Warriors game, uh, even even inside the arc. You know, it's it's still good. It looks butter, man.
1: Yeah, Tim. What did you think of Melo? I mean, he's he's continuing from his last game, right? I mean, he's he's just moving forward like like he knows how to, and, and he's he's helping us out with uh, some some much needed production off the bench, and you can't ask for more.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing that surprised me or that surprises me now um is that Carmelo has gone back to his face-up game. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in the against the Hornets, um b- I mean, before the Hornets, he w- it was mostly post up with his back to the basket. With the Hornets, he started the face-up again and I'm like, this is like old Carmelo, man. He's like bringing it up, bringing it back, back out. Um and he brought it back out again against the Warriors and it looks great. It looks absolutely great. Cantor, Enos Cantor, eleven and fourteen. Tim Johnson. What did yeah. you think of Cantor's performance? I mean, again, he's he's
1: one of those one of those guys on our roster that you can just count on him to get you a double double, night in and night out. The guy is a workhorse. Um, you know, I, yeah. I think I think we're actually lucky that we picked him up um, this season because I don't know what we would have done without him to be honest with you. Um, You know, I I don't know what else to say about Cantor. He's just, he's, he's everything that we need in a center right now.
2: Here, I'll I'll give it to you. Cantor, two stats for Cantor. He is first in the NBA in second chance points. Okay. First. And he's third in second chance rebounds. And this is coming from a guy that is supposed to be coming off the bench. So, yeah. you know, I don't think you can get much better in a center right now for that.
0: No, I oh, agree definitely. 100%. I, I agree with that, too. And I've said it before. Um, Cantor isn't necessarily the most impressive basketball specimen we've ever seen. He's not someone that's going to get you deep into the playoffs, but he's definitely someone who will get you to the playoffs in the regular season he is a force to be messed with he gets you all the dirty work right he gets the rebounds he does the dirty plays and even against the Warriors I mean it would have been an absolutely miserable game rebounding without him I mean we would have been destroyed we would have been destroyed on the boards 54 to 47 if we didn't have 14 rebounds from cancer that rebound disparity would have been absolutely awful.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of those blue-collar blue-collar guys that you
0: can just you can rely on. Oh yeah, 100%. And I have a question for you guys. Okay? So Steph Curry. He had qu- he had quite a game. Yes, we'll just did. say that. He did a lot of heavy lifting this game. And I know Blazers Twitter Always wants to mention the Steph versus Dame talk. And I wanna ask you guys, what do you think in general of Steph versus Dame? I'm gonna start with Blazer Ben.
2: It's a Hollywood matchup. I know they're not in LA close enough, but you know, yeah. it, it, it's it's a it's the main card for a UFC fight night. You know, it's the it's the game you look <laughs> forward to you know who's going to who's going to go off at the three point line who's you know curry had 62 points in the last game you know 62 points that was a career high you right, know that's what right. fans fans want to see that regardless if you're a golden state warrior fan or not watching a player go off for 62 points is just nuts so you know that could either be curry that could be lillard you don't know you know it's just it's it's yeah. a battle back and forth
1: yeah man i mean it's, it's a primetime matchup i mean it's it's must see tv It should be a (laughs) PGIF. It's a, I mean, you're talking about two guys that are that are solidly in the MVP
0: race right now, so it's it's can't miss, must see TV, baby, must see TV, and I put out a tweet earlier today, basically saying it's must see TV because it definitely is when you just have the two players who are definitely the entrepreneurs. Of the deep three just being a regular shot I mean I think we saw it first with Steph Curry taking deep threes but Dame Lillard has made it like a regular thing like every single game there is going to be a shot that is from the logo logo Lillard so I guess in conclusion what I'm saying is that this was a really really great game and probably we should just enjoy it, enjoy both sides, um, especially the side that won. Yeah,
2: Cur- Curry's <laughs> made 169 threes for first, yeah. first in the league. Lillard's yeah. made 138 for second in the league. So I mean, incredible it's a one-two,
0: incredible. And it's always a joy to watch when they're both on the floor. Speaking of them being both on the floor, they have a game coming up in Atlanta, Georgia. The All-Star Game. I wanted to actually surprise you guys with a question. Given the current state of the United States, is this really a good idea? You know, I'll take this
1: uh, first, I guess. Um, You know, I think... with, With the current state of the United States, the world, really dealing with the pandemic and, and all the turmoil that's been going on. I think that the general populace uh, is looking for a distraction, right? Like Absolutely. there's only so much negative that you can, you can pay attention to and, 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 respond to And, you know, having, having something to take you away from it all for a few hours, that's priceless, right? So you know, I I stand by it. Um, I, I I haven't seen whether or not they're gonna allow fans in the stands. Uh, yeah. I imagine they will, but probably uh, not like what we've seen in years past. I imagine it'll be limited capacity. As long as you can uh, do this in a in a safe fashion, I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, the players are already playing against each other with each other on the court and as it is. You know, you know, I. I I I think the 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 general populace
0: welcomes the distraction and, and I think it's needed so here's here's my here's my um I guess my side question so they chose Atlanta Georgia Atlanta might have the most or as much opportunities to party per capita as Portland if you know what I'm saying when we're talking something per capita if and Portland. If you've been. And being the most of. <laughs>
1: but you're also talking about partying. So if you're talking about partying and
0: Portland, yeah. late night. Was Atlanta, Georgia really the best choice when you're going to invite James Harden? <laughs> Was it really the best choice? Anyway, moving on from that, we actually have big news for the All-Star game. So that must have been a hypothetical question. <laughs> <Definitely> <laughs>
1: hypothetical
0: question. I was ready to answer. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want, but no, it's no, definitely no. hypothetical. <laughs> no, 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 that's okay. We'll keep it hypothetical because I want to keep my job. Moving on, we're trying to keep our jobs here. <laughs> the slam dunk contest has Obi Toppin, Cassius Stanley, and Anne Fernie Simons Derek Jones Jr will not defend his slam dunk title. Blazer Ben, do you believe in Anthony Simons and him competing for the slam dunk contest? Who? Anthony Simons.
2: I know I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I think I think they should have just, you know, threw the towel in the slam dunk competition altogether. Honestly. You know, trying to cram man. all those events in one day, uh, right? You know, you you read everywhere. You know, you read in the media and everything that the slam dunk competition is dead. So, you know,
1: I don't know. You know, the the question is, is it dead because of the the, the roster? Is, it's is dead that because is that, of that the
2: creativity? It's... The creativity's gone. You know, right. everybody's well, done what I, you I can don't do, know,
1: man. I mean, Derek Jones Jr. had some pretty creative dunks. I mean, how many times is
2: someone going to jump over someone, or jump over a car, or jump over a (laughs) cheerleader, or jump over a mascot? We get it. You got hops. You can jump over someone seven feet tall.
0: I get what you're saying. I will say that there's always a chance, though, that it's going to be really exciting. I mean, we just watched, not too long ago, Zach Levine go against um, Aaron Gordon, and... That was an incredible slam dunk contest. I've seen, like, the, the mascot spinning, and then he does that windmill dunk with one hand after the mascot spinning with the ball. Like, incredible dunks. Or him, like, jumping over the dude with both of his legs. That was pretty impressive. Um, I think Anthony Simons, though, has a pretty good chance because I saw a picture of his hops and his. Like, the top of his head was at, like, the top of the square on the backboard. Yo, which was a- Anthony crazy. Simons
1: can jump out of the gym. Straight jump out of the gym. <laughs> the, the kid is a moonwalker, okay? Yeah. I, I'm going to have you guys...
0: Go ahead, go ahead. I love his chances. I love his chances, too. I'm going to have you guys put the odds on it. What percentage do you think Anthony Simons actually does win 33% <laughs> oh my god one in three chances
1: you know what <laughs> you can stick you can stick with your 33% uh-huh. cause
0: I believe 30- I 30- believe in you Anthony <laughs> bring it home 100% it. I'm with Tim I'm definitely with Tim 100% Anthony Simons is going to win this do you know who I don't believe in though they're putting Roko in the skills challenge. Hey man. The skills challenge. What do you guys think Roko. Not even thinking about the other competition. I didn't even write it down. The the fact the fact that uh-huh. he's gonna be going up against guards. Yes.
1: Uh, probably. The fact that The fact that he's probably slower than these guards.
0: Here's
2: who's in it, Here's who's in it.
0: Okay. Tell me who's oh, in God. it. Oh, God. I hope you don't say LaMelo or something like that. Luca. Man.
2: Luca's in it. Okay. okay. oh Chris Paul.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then we get weird. We get Julius Randle, the center yep. for the Knicks. You got to have
1: some big men in there. Whoa. We
2: get Nikola Vucevic, the center for yep. the okay. magic. magic. Yep. And Demontis Sabonis, a powerful slash center for the Pacers.
1: I'm surprised they don't have Jokic in it. I don't know. Isn't it a speed?
2: It's a speed competition, is it not?
1: Uh, part of it, part of it. It's no Ben. It's a skills competition. Okay, (laughs) skills with speed. (laughs) I got money on Chris Paul. The quicker, the quicker you do it, the better, obviously. But you still have to do it, right? Um, yes. You know, so yeah, like like all that, especially going up against Luca and and CP3. Yeah, it's it's probably not in Roko's favor. But
0: I believe. I still oh, believe. I can't. 100%. I can't I can't ride with you. I can't ride with you. I'm probably gonna ride with Ben. Ben, what percentage do you think is gonna win this?
2: Percentage of Covington winning?
0: Yes. Ten. Ten <laughs> percent. <10%. laughs> hey, it's better ben. than zero. Better than zero. I am rolling with Ben with this one, and we're gonna roll to our next segment, and that of course is called giving props. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Drive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports
1: app for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask
0: you about the top tier athletes in their respective sports. For example, Wednesday's DFS featured James Harden's assist total at 6.5 assists. If you picked the over, it was worth 85 points. If you picked the under, it was 115 points. Thrive Fantasy also had Bradley Beal's point total at 28.5. If you picked the over, it was 95 points. If you picked the under, it's 105 points. It's a fun and easy way to get into fantasy. Use promo code BUSTED when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant
1: deposit match up to $50 on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website www.thrivefantasy.com
0: Sign up and prop up today. Indeed, prop up today. I'm going to start with our definition and that of course is giving applause, kudos to a certain person, situation, or story. Ben. Tim. I wanna know, do you give this props? SNL's Kenan Thompson performed his popular Lavar Ball impersonation and announced LaMelo's new big baller brand shoe. RJ, our video producer, play the video my friend.
2: Dug on you and then steal your baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well with all your success, I'm surprised you're not chasing, cashing in all of your big baller brand.
2: Oh no, no, I am, I am. Introducing the newest big baller shoes specially designed by Lamelo right in the Carolinas presenting the caramellos Is that a Chocolate shoe yes indeed Now you can jump 30 feet in the air while your feet are covered in sweet cocoa deca doca <laughs>
0: So <laughs> stop the video. So, Keenan Thompson has the Ball announced Alexa. Lamelo's new shoe, top of called the Carmelo's the 2021 Carmelos <laughs> never lost. <laughs> Apparently, it also has Siri. <laughs> never lost. I want to know, Ben, do you give SNL's Keenan Thompson? Props for, one, his impersonation of LeVar Ball. And, two, you give props for the shoe, the Carmellos. Oh, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> SNL, uh, the weekend update, that's the best part of the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, they bring the guests on, and to have LeVar Ball, woof, man, you know, to, to give out the... <laughs> The, the underground shoe. I mean, I'm sure PJ Tucker already has a pair. It'd be my guess. Oh, Tim. <laughs>
1: that's a good take. Yeah, Tim, so. do you give props? Yeah, yeah, I give him props. That's that's hilarious, especially because it's called the Carmelo. Because <laughs> you know, you know, everybody's been talking about who should be called Carmelo.
0: Who should be the the real Mello? That's oh hilarious. Oh my goodness. That's absolutely ironic. I didn't even think of that take. But yes, we are giving props to both of those. Next up, I have a story. FIBA suspended DJ Cooper, who's a basketball player, for using a female friend's urine sample during a drug test. And do you know what the results came up with? It came up with that he was pregnant. <laughs> Tim Johnson, I'm starting with you. <laughs> Do you give DJ Cooper props?
1: Oh boy, no, I, I no, I can't give him props for that, man. Like, like, if you, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta own, you gotta own your mistakes, right? Like, like, you gotta if you're gonna be doing some extracurricular activities why you're supposed to be uh in the limelight and and you know being being a high profile athlete um <laughs> no man like at least at least <laughs> man next time at least get it from the same sex you know what i mean like come on man <laughs> uh do you do you give her props hey she's down for her well okay it was a friend right that's what it says. It says okay. allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Well then I I allegedly give her props for being down for the homies. <laughs> ben, do you give DJ Cooper props? For stupidity? No, absolutely
2: not. <laughs> Why would I do that? Then that yeah. would just equate me to being stupid as well. So and that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> that was <just> I <laughs> dumbfounded that it you know. It's, it's, it's the FIBA. It's FIBA basketball. I mean, and you got to get f- f- not your urine. Come on, man.
1: I just want to know what he's going to do with the baby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wonder how far along DJ Cooper is. <laughs> anyway, that is it for our show. Blazer Ben, thank you once again for joining us, my friend. As always, a pleasure. Shout out to our video producer, RJ. RJ. And of course, our last thank you goes to our fans. Whenever we're on, whenever we're playing a game, you guys are on Twitter replying to us as always. We always appreciate your listen as well. Please subscribe. Tim, what you got to say, my friend? That's it for this episode.
1: Don't forget to rate, follow, subscribe, and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying. Remember to stay safe out there, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.